0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Akira's Perspective Podcast, a space where I help encourage individuals to look beyond their point of view while also providing practical ways to navigate through life hardships. I'm your host, Lanaya Ivy. let's get into today's episode. What's up everyone, I hope you guys are having a great week so far. Today's episode will be very, very special because I have a special guest with me today and we're going to talk about friendships, something I find to be highly important and I truly believe that everyone should have at least one or two friends that they can go to. But before we get into all that, I'm going to let my special guest of mine introduce themselves.
1: Hello, everyone. I am John Harris. I'm super excited to be with you, Lanaya. Can I just be <laughs> myself today?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. there he is. Y'all, John is one of my very close friends. I would even consider him to be a best friend. Oh. I think we've been friends for two years, right? Yes. Two, two years. Two years. Oh God, that was about two years. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> i treasure this friendship um he has been one of my top safe spaces so i just want to say thank you john for being a great friend to me
1: wow i'm honored <laughs> i'm honored you know i think to be trusted is to be trusted is something that is so serious and i don't take that lightly so thank you and the period. feeling is so mutual
0: period as it should be mutual because why wouldn't it be? <laughs>
1: all right i'm not gonna do
0: it <laughs> So let's get into it. Um so John, what does friendships look like for you, or in other words, what makes a person a
1: friend? I think I qualify a friend based on their capacity to see me in every faucet of myself and still be able to honor the good me, to speak, you know to encourage the down me and to correct the wrong me. I think that um a major Way that I look at friendship, a requirement is to have um, capacity for all parts of me. Mm, that's deep. Yeah, I know <laughs> this, my
0: friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's deep. so. Does that have a timeline to it, or is it more so a character thing? Like, do you think like you have to be my friend for this amount of time, or what?
1: Truth of the matter is, I I don't think that. The quality of a friend can be determined by the length of time. You know, I think seasons do determine the strength of friendship, um, but you could have a season of, that's very tumultuous in three months and you find out that someone is your best friend in three months and you've had friends who've been there but have not really been there for three years. So I really don't think time is, you know, really a determining factor in the quality of a friend.
0: I agree, I definitely agree. For me, it's not a timeline either. Longevity yeah. don't mean nothing to me. Like, I mean, it's cool to say you had a friend for years, right, but mm-hmm. like you said, you could have a friend for a couple of months and you'd be like, wow, like I really enjoyed this friendship much more than I did for that friend that I've been friends with for like 10 years. And so it's not really about longevity, but like the character of that person, yeah. the bond that y'all share um and the money i decided to create so period um so are there levels to friendships like what is each level like if you have levels
1: um i think that's a really good question i think for me it's seeing how they steward each part of them that uh, each part of me that i showed you know so if i allow because i'm a i'm I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a public figure, but I am a known person, and I do a lot of things in ministry, so I have to be celebrity. Very- No, no, no. I have to be a pretty, I have to be cautious about who I am and who I allow people to see because I always want to be the best representation of Jesus, you know. And so in the midst of that, there are moments where I'm weak. I'm not the strongest. I don't have all the prayers. I don't have all the answers. And allowing people to just giving them small parts of me when I'm not the best version of me and seeing how they maintain that. That's kind of how I determine whether I can give more, you know.
0: That is good. That is definitely good. That's definitely a lot, a lot of deep things you said. Um, Like for me, I actually, I do have levels. Now, Mm -hmm. when it comes to being a public figure, I'm not that. (laughs) People, (laughs) people know me, but people don't know me like that. Um, If you know me, you know me. So my levels go from like associates to friends. Then you have those close friends that were kind of like best friends, right? So my associates, right, they'll be like friends in training. You know, I'll be
1: trying.
0: (laughs) Right, because i be trying to see if it's a friendship I would actually like to have, you know, because sometimes, you know, and I give grace because sometimes people make mistakes, you know, they do things. But sometimes you just want to see if this person is fit to be my friend, because I don't think friend is something to be considered lightly like, oh, that's just my friend. But we do that. Yeah. We kind of toss that word around. We're just like, oh, that's just my friend. And honestly, like we'll refer to somebody back in school, right? In high school. we we'll be like, oh, yeah. that's my friend. No, it's not your friend. You don't talk to them, right? But <laughs> I mean, to me, that it holds value to actually be a friend. So, an associate, somebody I'm just really getting to know. It's kind of like when you think about a relationship and you're talking to someone or. Mm-hmm dating someone i'm just getting to know you to see if your boyfriend or girlfriend material you know Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to fill you out to make sure you're a friendship or friend material and so that's really what it is yeah that's really what it is for me it's a a associate a friend in training right and so Mm -hmm. the next level after associates will be a friend and so this can vary for me because i do have old friends right that i do trust dearly like i know Mm -hmm. i can call them up have a great combo and it's no bad blood you know they mean the world to me but that's just what it is it's not those people that I talk to every day that's just like a friend like it's not an issue you're just my friend you know it's it's calm (laughs) but that close friend or kind of like that best friend that's when we crank it all the way up to a different level right And so that close friend will be more so like a safe space that I've created with people that they've created with me. It's mutual. And, you know, and I can tell my friends, my close friends, the deep and personal things about my life, you know, and that could be intertwined with that best friend. Like I said, that best friend probably gets it maybe more frequently or quicker than a close friend. It goes hand in hand, but I do feel like a best friend has the upper like, it's a little difference. You have close, yeah. intimate people, but that best friend is like, oh, you're getting a little bit more here. You know, maybe, like I said, it's like maybe I'll tell John something more quicker than I would my close friends. It's not a problem there, but it's just I feel more comfortable to instantly tell you this. You know what I'm saying? Whether yeah. it's my close friends, maybe it's two weeks to go by. <laughs> <laughs> we still cool, but Gonna tell you then but my best friend be like look this happened today <laughs> it was a lot going on and but that's what a best friend is they created a safe space you created yeah. a safe space with them so I can just fully give you all of that you know anytime I want to you know mm-hmm. but of course you're gonna be um cautious or maybe the word is just really seeing if your friend can take that in because that's what I'm big on when it comes to friendships, right? So yeah. I'm not going to be emotionally dumping on you. Like if you're going through something, it's no way I'm going to sit here and tell you all my problems. I don't think that's right. But if if I just have to, okay.
1: <laughs> I agree, I agree.
0: Because I think that's that's another thing, but maybe we'll get into that later. Um, even on the level of friendship. So, where do you feel comfortable enough to say anything to your friend? Like, is that a certain level to you where you just like, I can tell you anything? You know, I know you said the deeper parts of things, you know, you could tell your friends, but what level is it like, I'm comfortable enough to say anything?
1: As you would put, I guess it would fall in, like you said, the best friend level. Definitely those people that I have been able to almost kind of vet how they respond to what I give them. And I think for me, When I'm really opening up to people, I look for them to have more than just, you know, good conversation, but I look Mm -hmm. for them to have depth, wisdom, and insight that's going to challenge how I see a thing. So I think even when I determine how I'm going to share things with my friends, it's based on their capacity, not only to see or feel or just to empathize with me, but what if if the way that I'm saying something is incorrect? do you have Mm. the capacity to challenge and contrast with my opinion or perspective
0: that is good depth like even when it comes to your your close friends right yeah you still have those close friends they're close to you that can you know it's just some that just can handle a lot more than the other ones could and it doesn't mean they're not your close friend it's just you can't handle this part right but I know some people may be like, well, is that really a close friend? Do you really have a safe space? But you, like, I'm very emotionally intelligent, you know, I can, I can definitely tell what you can handle, you know? So of course I trust you with other parts of my life, but maybe not this one yet. Maybe it's not like a level, but it's just like, can you handle this as a person? I know you, you know? And I think that's, that's a good thing to know what a person can handle because that means like you won't be emotionally dumping on them yeah. you won't be like you know i don't know i want to say make you feel like you're a burden to them but it's just a lot to place on some people some people just don't have the depth they cannot handle what you're telling them or they I can't agree. even give you they can't even give you the proper advice
1: <laughs> <laughs> i agree and i think the funny thing is like friendship is it's like you have some people i can trust you but you still don't have capacity and so I can't even base levels solely off of trust alone. You know what I mean? Yes. If if you don't have the capacity to handle what I can trust you with.
0: Exactly. Some people just don't got it. And it's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I think as time go on, they may actually get to that, you know, maybe, yeah. you know, as they grow and evolve as a person, maybe they become more emotionally intelligent, emotionally mature, whatever you want to say, they may can handle it later on. But if you see where a person is and whether it's a season they're in or whether it's just, you know, how they are for just the time being, whatever it is, you know what they can handle. You can definitely peek that, like, oh, so and so is not going to be able to give me the proper advice, but I know this other person will. So you do, you choose accordingly. And I think that's a smart thing to do because the other person may be able to tell you something else, you know? And so it's really just dependent on the person. And that is so good. Look at my friend smart. See, we live for it.
1: And Love so deep conversation.
0: we and we talk like this on the phone, y'all, besides when we argue. But <laughs> 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 I really want to ask this too. Okay, so when it comes to friendships, um, you know, you have a lot of conflicts, right? And first, Mm -hmm. I want to start off, the first part of this question would be, what is something that a friend just has to do to make you say, this friendship ain't going to work? It's not working for me. Has that, well, no, I'm not going to put you on the spot like that. (laughs)
1: I'm fine with with that. I'm fine with it.
0: Okay. So has that ever happened before in the past where you have to say, this friendship isn't going to work for me? Or, you know, what is something that will make you say, no, it's just not going to work if that hasn't happened?
1: Honestly, that has not necessarily ever happened. I've always, for some reason, I've always been one of them people where typically people will disconnect from me before I disconnect from them. For me, it used to be reciprocity. Right. And I used to say, if you can't give me the same thing that I can give you, then we can't be friends. But that was until I learned that there are so many parts that make up someone being able to reciprocate a thing. Ooh. we have to we have to really even dive into traumas like how was mm. your upbringing how was your life do you even understand how to love properly you know I can't expect something from you that you don't have and so I think for me if they're willing to grow I'm not necessarily going to leave them in the place of well this is just a deal breaker for me in friendship because I just believe that we have to look at all of the different parts of and aspects of people's lives and that that because that's how the, that's what shapes the way that they love and the way that they do life
0: okay i really actually love that it sounds very graceful it is graceful actually to actually see like okay this person could change they could evolve you know i'm not just gonna drop this friendship off and be like nah This ain't it now. See, me on the other hand, (laughs) I will say I'm not in the business of dropping friendships, right? Mm -hmm. But I do believe that you know it's just certain things people may do where I give people chances, right? Like I said, I give grace, I give grace, of course. So I give people chances, but sometimes when I feel like what I've communicated is not being heard after I've communicated it many times, after I've shown reciprocity and you just continually, let's say for years to just, you know, and that's a long time, a year is a long time anyways, a couple months, a month be seeming long, right? And so when I've communicated how I feel about something, you're not respecting it, it's no reciprocity or a mutual thing in a friendship. It's like, I'm pouring into you. I'm constantly pouring into you, but you're not pouring into me. And I don't pour into people with the idea that they should pour back into me you know what i'm saying like you need to pour back into me i I just hope that they do (laughs) i feel like that's what friendships relationships all of that consists of it's a trust of well i'm just hoping that you do the right thing i'm just hoping that you look after me like when you think of a romantic relationship your partner could be super faithful right but it's at any point in time your partner could cheat on you they can go do what they want to, but it's a trust that I'm just hoping that you won't. So as yeah. my friend, I'm just hoping that you will be a friend to me and pour back into me. But like you said, like what if they don't know how to pour back into you? And you know, that's where the associate things come from for me, like the friend and training. <laughs> you mm. won't necessarily get poured into, right? All the way when you're a friend and training, of course. Maybe a little, a little bit of water. a little bit of some some you know what i'm saying because some you never know what the friendship is based off of what's the foundation but for me honestly it's just after i've shown reciprocity after i've communicated how i feel after i've shown you know what i like in a friend what i want what i expect and it's just constantly being ignored that's what i have the problem because i'm like well do you want to be my friend
1: Uh, I agree, I agree. Um, I have this saying, and I said it the first time I said that I was kidding, but now I'm like, no, this is real life. A good friend is like a good girdle. I'm not kidding. (laughs) 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 Let me tell you why. Because when you first get that girdle, it's super tight. You can barely breathe in it. But eventually, it grows to know how to hold you up. It sees all of you, but it does not reveal all of you and it stretches with you oh, and i think word. that those are major qualities for good friendship that's a whole word <laughs> now
0: that's really <laughs> that's <laughs> that's really good though yeah i think over time as a friend you begin to adjust you begin to yeah. know what your friend wants so that's why i give grace right yeah. But what do you do after years of <laughs> friendship where it's not, you know, reciprocity? And I'm all for, like, because I love my friends. Like, I love y'all. Like, y'all are dear to my heart. Like, everybody that I love is dear to my heart. And so I take all my friendships, my relationships with his family, friends, whoever. If you're close to me, I take it seriously, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've grown to a place where I've become more mature in how I handle things. And so I don't want to be quick to let things go because I know in the past, I was quick to do it, right? I was not quick to give grace, but quick to cut people off. But I'm not gonna lie. My reasons for it was very much um, good reasons, okay? Like Mm -hmm. if I felt like somebody just wasn't being, and that was just me in that season, right? But I just felt like, man, like you're just not being a good friend to me then i would just be like you know what this friendship's not working out i think yeah. now i don't know like if i'll address it with people now it depends on how close you are to me cuz i think that's what requires like i think everybody deserves communication i don't think nobody deserves to just be ghosted I right because <laughs> that's wrong cuz sometimes you don't even know what you did um so i think everyone deserves that communication but of course my close friends, I'm telling friends maybe, but I feel like the uh, friend and training thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, is it wrong to just like, okay, this not working, leave them alone because they keep doing this, or should I just be like, let me give them grace, what you think, John?
1: I think for me, <laughs> one thing that, I, one thing that I have started to implement in friendships is like, you know how jobs do a year-end review, or a six-month review, they're Y'all are talking through. Right. What did I do well? What can I improve on? I think that that same quality needs to be implemented in mm. you know platonic relationship. Like, okay, well, where am I not a good friend at? How can I improve? What do you, what do I need to change? What do you like? And that's one of the things because I had one friendship, and they were a very hard person, mm. and I'm a very affectionate, loving person. I like I'm a very affirmative I like to show that I love people and this person just was not giving that this person was giving me brick wall <laughs> <laughs> and after a while of giving me brick wall I'm like hey woman of guy what's going on right <laughs> their life and you know them having to go through see their their mother had died early on they had to raise the rest of their siblings so early on, they had to become so much more stronger than they should have had to be. They didn't grow up in the same loving, lovey-dovey environment that I did. Where before we go to bed, we didn't did like three rounds of "All right, love y'all, good night, love you, good night, love you, good night." <laughs> okay, we did said it about twelve times, y'all. But Aww. I hadn't realized like everybody didn't grow up in that same in that same place, and so. Some people really don't even know. Like, hey, I don't even know how to refer. I don't know how to give you what you need, and so sometimes you have to, before you x out a friend, I think you have to ask, have I explained what I need to them in my mo- in the most basic way possible?
0: That's good, and some of us don't like to communicate that because sometimes I know for me personally, it can seem a little bit cringe. Mm-hmm. You know, trying <laughs> yes, to have. To be those. That <laughs> be vulnerable and tell people what you want especially a friend like it's one thing but it's crazy because we apply all these things when we look for a romantic partner but when it comes to our friendships why don't we apply mm, the same thing
1: that's true it's so true
0: why, why do friends get swept under the rug like <laughs> <laughs> why because it could be applied to both like I'm getting to know you that talking stage you know like that dating yeah. stage right and you know I'm giving you grace and I'm filling you out right I'm just trying to see who you are you know, as a person, what you can handle for me, you know what I'm saying? What I can handle for you. Yeah. It's all a process. But, you know, sometimes we don't, and you know what? I realized this. Um, I don't know if it's a woman thing, but I think a lot of times when women get into relationships, they don't give their friends grace like they would their boyfriend. <laughs> like your boyfriend wow. can constantly.
1: <laughs> That's a word. That's a word.
0: They can give their um their boyfriend all these chances, but the minute their friend messes up, bye. Like, where's the grace for your friendships? Because I've been here, you know, being a friend to you back to back constantly. And let's say your man just happens to be dogging you out. Let's say he a good man though. Let's say he not dogging you out. Let's just say he just constantly doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Which is normal as human beings for us to mess up. But when I mess up, as your friend it's an issue i gotta yeah. go why wow. why is that and so yeah i think we should be more graceful with our friends and realize it is a process i really like the depth thing you were talking about that's a fact so even on the top of that that second hand question i want to ask is how do you handle that friendship conflict if y'all have and, and let me tell y'all something <laughs> Let me tell you about the time <laughs> <laughs> I hung up in John Face, y'all. <laughs> John called me back. I think. What did you say? I think you said we not about to do this, or something you said.
1: What? We'll be- <laughs> First of all, that was <laughs> um, that was That was hilarious. That was hilarious. <laughs> I don't, remember, I, I don't remember what I I don't necessarily think I remember what I said I just know it was on the basis of like I, I don't even know what I just did number one and number two let's not start off this to be the culture of friendship I think it was somewhere around that that was pretty much my premise
0: so mature he was so mature in how he handled it and I will say around that time I wasn't immature but it was something I was going through. It was a process I was learning with myself because I wasn't as emotionally mature. I wasn't as mature as I am now as I was then. I think that was like the very beginning of our friendship, right? Yeah, Maybe? and I, just, like, I
1: couldn't even believe how that had happened at the beginning. I'm like, yeah, we already.
0: But let me, look, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all what happened, right? My birthday was coming up.
1: My oh, yeah. birthday
0: was coming up, and I promised, it was like, what, like in two months
1: or yes. something? Yes, two months.
0: And, <laughs> and I was like, my birthday coming up, I'm so excited, and whatever, just so happy, <laughs> This man, John, gonna say, your birthday far? it's not even coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, know made me about so, it. <laughs> it made me so mad, though, but what I realized, that was an eternal thing that I was dealing with. It had nothing to do with John being my friend. You know what I'm saying? And more so was just like, I felt hurt because I'm like, do you see my birthday as important? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, nobody has ever, like, in my life, birthdays are important. In my family, they treat it as important. So nobody has ever said that. But I think as you get older, you start to get this thing to where it's like, are people still going to see it as important? Mm -hmm. Because... that's good. You have to start doing it yourself as an adult. What am I going to do for my birthday now? Because it's on me. (laughs) I'm not looking no more. I have to plan (laughs) what I want to do. I have to treat it as important. You know what I'm saying? I have to treat it as important so other people can treat it as important. So when he said that, it really triggered me, which has nothing to... And I talk about this all the time on my podcast episodes. Triggers don't have nothing to do with the other person. It's all about you. They may trigger you, but you are in control of your buttons i control me i control my emotions john can't do that and so he may say something which he may not know triggers me right but if i'm just triggered i don't communicate that how would he know so i'm in control of that so for me it triggered a. oh you said my birthday not important that's what you're saying right now <laughs> we <know?" laughs> and so that's
1: all but you're preaching you're preaching like <laughs> That goes, that goes so into friendship. Like, even in friendship, people don't know what the triggers are right away. People don't know, even, even past friendships that failed. You know, you look at them like, oh yeah, my la- Keisha did that. <laughs> so I'm gonna <laughs> distance myself because I don't want to have another Keisha, but Bobby don't know what Keisha did. Right. And so we sometimes in friendship, we unawarily are like trying to make sure that we're not repeating failed friendships when people don't even know what, you're, what it is that you have been through mm-hmm. or what triggers you in friendship.
0: Right. Especially for us to have just been fresh. Like we just was fresh into the friendship. So of course, like you're still learning me as a person either way it goes. As we continue to evolve as friends, we begin to learn more and more, right? But that first year, it's like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> on and so but what i will say is what made me look at john different is how he handled the situation john didn't handle the situation he could have been like i'm not calling her back like "Nah, you want to hang up my face because that's normal for a person to be like i'm not calling you back. you you better call me back but he called me back and was real clear on what we're gonna do what we're not gonna do we're gonna be friends (laughs) and i think That's what really caused me to look at him different. And you know what I'm saying? It's even a post to say, it's a post that says, you teach people how to treat you. You know, my intentions is never to treat anybody any kind of way. But when you up that standard of this is what we not going to do, this is what I require, you know what I'm saying? People look at that and they say, okay, I'm not going to do that to John. John not going for that. <laughs> John not going for that. And you need to have people around you that's willing to have standards because it make you want to have standards. You're going to tell somebody, it's I'm good. not going for that. <laughs> good. And so you want those people surrounded by you. So that being in the first year of our friendship, I don't really believe me and John has had conflicts like that. Like we don't argue. We argue, but we play argue. Play. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like playful, in which that's another thing. In friendships, you can't play with every single body. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm mm-hmm. sensitive, but I know it's John. So I'm not gonna get as sensitive. You know what I'm saying? About the mm-hmm. topic or whatever he said, because I know he's playful. So it's no sense of me taking it to heart like that. But oh. then you have <laughs> not all. <laughs> But then you have those friends, like, let's say I'm um, a friend in training, right? Let's say they being real playful, but it sounds shady, right? And you don't know me. And so I'm taking it as, like, you don't know me. and sounds shady. I don't really know you like that. So hmm, are you playing or are you for real? Yeah. So I don't really know you like that, like, you know, for you to even say anything playful about me. Not that people can't play. But you kind of still feeling them out, like in the back of your head, you may think, mm, okay. But over time, it may change. Because me and John just have a friendship where we play, and we say things. Now, we don't hit below the belt. Now, actually, John oh, no. does. No, John does.
1: <laughs> ah, that's a lie. Below the belt? That's so deep. <laughs> no, play, y'all. John does
0: not hit below the belt, but... The stuff you be saying is funny. Like, if y'all could be on FaceTime with us, it is so funny. Like, it goes from funny laughter sometimes to just us having deep conversations about life and stuff that we're going through. And it's like, you need that range. Not too many people have a range. Like, I can go from this to this. Sometimes it just stays in the funny category. But that goes into that depth, right? That we were talking about earlier, that friend may can only take the funny parts, right? The laughter. Maybe they can't take the depth of talking about the deep parts in life. And so, I think it's good to at least have like one or two friends that have a range, right? Or at least one. <laughs> you have a range at of things to talk about. At least one, because you need that. And that's just on period. Come on,
1: you said something. <laughs> I want to touch back on about um, having standards in friendship. Mm -hmm. I think before we can like truly assess good friendship in its entirety, you have to number one to discover what are your standards for friendship and what are your standards as a friend. I've realized like people that struggle with friendship oftentimes is because they're not really a good friend. And to be a good friend, this goes back to self-love. Um, You know, we really don't, I'm just going to sprinkle the word in here real quick. The Bible says to love your neighbor as yourself. Come on. If you don't love yourself, you don't have the capacity to fully love or be a friend to anyone else. So in closing my sermon, let me stop. (laughs) Are you a good friend to yourself?
0: Right. That's good. Because sometimes we take that into the friendship, to the relationship, and we wonder why it's not really working out like and that's normal you know what i'm saying i would say to a extent right because it's always going to be something we're working on in life in some area so although i may you know be healed in one area right where i'm willing to get into a relationship but i may also have parts of myself in a relationship that still needs work and that goes for friendships too like Mm -hmm. okay I'm learning myself as an individual. I know, you know, let's say my deal breakers is what I'll take, what I won't take, my standards, all of that. But it's still this one part right here where I just need to work on a little bit. But are you willing to be there with me through that process? You see, everything else is great, right? You see, yeah. this is a great frame. And, you know, I'm not even the one to be like potential or whatever. I think people really do need to show you reciprocity in a lot of things, not just you thinking they have potential, but I'm, I'm referring to somebody that's showing you they're a good friend, but they still have that little part, you know, they're working on, whatever it is. Now, I don't allow, like, let's say that little part is just anger management, right? <laughs> that, that's kind of like <laughs> an issue. <laughs> you don't want to be allowing somebody to just um, be rude to you in a friendship, right? So that's one thing. But you can, like, work with somebody. Like you said love yourself first be a friend to yourself so before you come to me at least be a friend to yourself because we're just talking about friendships
1: listen I've learned like people that don't have grace for others probably don't have grace for themselves period all right all right I'm not gonna (laughs) preach it I'm not gonna preach too much
0: (laughs) but no like
1: seriously when you lack grace for yourself you like grace for others when you like love Mm -hmm. for yourself you like love for others when you like patience for yourself you're impatient with others and so like the way that you love yourself is going to flow out into your friendships and so that's good to be the best friend for anyone it's like maybe I'm not a good friend maybe I can change to be a good friend I think you need to be a a good lover of your own self to really tap into a good friendship that's so good
0: that's self-love and being a friend to you is important. I think a lot of people don't realize you don't even spend time alone with yourself well enough to know who yeah. you are yeah. as a person. Who am I? You know, but you want to just jump into friendship. And it's okay because I know people, they tend to look at people crazy if they say they don't have no friends around them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you want to say, I have no friends, but you, you have to give people grace too in that process because they may have just came from a situation where they lost their friends, right? And they're learning to like, you know, how do I become a good friend? So give grace to people as they're learning about themselves and being a friend to themselves so they can navigate into being friends for you or other people. Yeah. And that's huge, John. Come on to self love. You know I'm for it. You Listen. know
1: I'm for it. Because <laughs> what's your love language? Like, how do you, if you don't explore your own way that you like love, you don't know how, you don't even yep. know what your standards are for friendship. And you definitely don't know how to give love, you know? So yeah, I think I think that self exploration when it comes to that place is very important. Um, in friendship, yeah. So
0: even with that, um, so let's say your friend has a partner that doesn't like you, it caused a drift in y'all relationship or y'all friendship. How do you go about that?
1: Mm, that's interesting. Um, I think for me, <laughs> I know how to play the background, and so. Mm. You know, that doesn't change if 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 my friend feels like this is a person that they're that they're supposed to be with and that this, this is just maybe a seasonal thing and they need space to cultivate that relationship and that person doesn't necessarily care for me. It's my it's my my job just to get out of the way. You know, I'ma play the background and your person not necessarily caring for me isn't going to affect my friendship. It may affect, you know, our availability to connect with each other. You know, because you want to honor someone's relationship the way that they do, but it's not going to end the friendship, but it's kind of like, what can, what can you do outside of back, back away and let them kind of determine how to move forward?
0: I agree. I am very good at playing the background as well, because I've never been in a situation where I feel like my friend partner doesn't like me. Right. Well, actually, no, I have. I have been in that situation. What did you and do in, in that situation? I kind of just continued to be a friend, you know. Like my friend partner would continually, like, literally talk about me, though. Like they would say um, just hurtful things about me. But at the same time, I felt like my friend at the time would say stuff back to their partner, and they'll have an argument. But like you said, I play the background, so I'm like. You know what? I'm not going to be causing no argument between you and your partner. But it kind of was crazy because why does your partner not like me? It, it kind of makes you it makes you look at the friend differently. I'm not going to lie. And as much as it shouldn't, it kind of makes you be like, why? First of all, how did this happen? Like, <laughs> how did this person just start to just not like me? Are you telling them things about me? you know that they're like oh I just don't like her or did they just form their own opinion you know which is but I'm a likable person like who don't like me who don't like me everybody like me so my thing if you don't if you don't I'm thinking it
1: okay never mind if you don't like me normally it's something wrong with you (laughs) (laughs)
0: like because especially this is me I don't get it like I'm not buddy-buddy with my homegirls' boyfriends, right? I don't, I'm don't. i not buddy-buddy with them. Like, I'm cordial, right? Because I feel like that's a respect. Thing. I'm cordial, hey, how you doing? Type stuff. I'm not going to be in your face, right? Because I think it's a boundary. You know, it's a line of respect that I will never cross. And I would want people to give me the same thing. So I can be nice to you. So that's my thing. Every time I was around, I was nice, you know? And so how did your partner come up with these opinions that, oh, I don't like her. She's, she's this, she's that. And I'm like, I'm the one who's giving your partner, you know, my homegirl at the time, great advice on her relationship. Telling her to, you know, try to work things out, but you don't like me. (laughs) But I'm trying to make your relationship work. And so it's just honestly crazy. I played the background, but I think eventually that friendship ended up fading for other reasons. But I think that was a, that played a huge factor because it's like, you don't really want to hear somebody talking down to your name because there's only so much you can take. I don't know about y'all. I give grace, baby. But (laughs) what type of time you on? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm playing. But seriously, like, it's like, at some point, it's like, okay, I'm not going to just let your partner constantly just talk to me any kind of way. At some point this ain't gonna work. Like I have to literally step all the way back. And sometimes you step back farther, far enough to where you're like, do I need this friendship? Because you're not really being that great of a friend to me for me to just sit here and endure this. <laughs> so it yeah. kind of caused more and more baggage to build up with that friendship. And so, yeah, I played the, the, back, the back burner, whatever you want to call it, the background but it's only so much you could take, especially if they have a partner that doesn't like you that bad. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. And I think, I guess on the other hand, maybe I would try to not convince, I don't want to necessarily say convince, but to show their partner that, especially it being from a guy's perspective, that I don't, I don't care about the woman of God, whoever this person may be. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, It's not, I I don't want anything from this friendship. I'm here to give, not take. I'm not trying to compete for your position or place. You know, I would make sure that that was known because some people just don't know. And from there, then I would just back away, like you said.
0: So on the topic of me even just saying, you know, that friendship ended up fading away. Do you believe in rekindling friendships with people? Why or why
1: not? absolutely um i think like like we kind of mentioned before seasons change and there are times some people just literally don't have the the, the more of themselves to give and i think for that reason i i when i think about rec- reconciliation i consider giving them opportunity because maybe they didn't have in that season and I think me and you have had this conversation on a person just like privately. You know, there were seasons where I was expecting more from than what people had. And how can I be mad at you when you literally don't have this?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. so that's how I I view friendship when it comes to reconnecting. Like if, if in the previous season you just did not have this, why can why am I upset with you about that? Now, will I have to make boundaries to make sure that I am protected? yes so I think it's it's levels of reconnecting you know you may not necessarily get the same level of access automatically um but because of a previous season that you didn't have the strength or capacity for it I'm not going to say that there there can't be a future because obviously if we were friends I saw something some level of potential in our connection you know that's good.
0: John, you're just so mature. Like, look at you. Look oh at
1: this, girl. y'all.
0: This is a person in my circle. This is my friend, period. John, that's really mm. actually, <laughs> that's really actually good. Like, wow. You know, and I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm taking that in. Um, mm. You're really looking into the depths of things when it comes to people um even when you said earlier like we were talking about what's something that'll make you say this isn't going to work your response to that is like oh in this season this person may not be able to take it and even when it comes to rekindling friendships like like for me when it comes to rekindling a friendship I'm so skeptical
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: it's not because I have trust issues because I trust those that are around me that I believe should be trusted (laughs) Right, I don't go around just giving out trust to any and everybody. Like, you come into my life, okay, I'm just gonna off back hope that I can trust you until you know you do something. I'll be like, okay, that made me a little skeptical, but I'm gonna give you grace. Maybe you messed up, you know, that's one thing. Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to rekindling friendship, something like I said earlier, friendship is dear to my heart. What did you do, right, to make us? end the friendship, like why did that friendship end? Plays a huge role for me for some reason. Because if we ended, because okay, well actually, let's say we ended because at the time you were just disrespectful, right? And you've changed, you know. But this is the thing, y'all. Just because a person changed, you don't have to, or just because you change, doesn't mean a person has to allow you back in, right? I can have an ex from years ago that did some stuff to me, right? And they come back and be like, I'm a whole new person now. And they show me they're a new person, right? But I don't have to let them back in because it's my choice at the end of the day. You always have a choice on whether you want to allow somebody back in. So when it comes to rekindling friendships for me, I really look at the whole thing because it probably did cause me some type of pain or hurt if we end it. Like, you know, cause yeah. like I said, it's levels to friends. So depending on what level you were at, you know, usually it would probably be a friend to the best friend or close friend phase. That that's when it start getting a little bit serious, right? Yeah. And so if you are in those levels and you did something detrimental, like like detrimental can vary. <laughs> it can vary. It can be a lot of things that could be detrimental to somebody or can cause them pain. But I really would have to sit back and analyze. Okay. Do I want to allow you back in because when you allow somebody back in, you're allowing them the possibility to hurt you again.
1: Yeah and so I, agree.
0: I have to think, am I willing to get hurt again if you do the same thing for this friendship? A lot of times we just go off on a limb we just let people do. we're like, okay, I'm gonna trust you. They do it again. Now we gotta but the thing is the process will be different a little bit yeah. because you you learn. You know, you've learned after that first, you know, friendship ending that y'all had, how to go about it. So it will be different, but it's still going to hurt. It's kind of like when you go through breakups, you know, it, it's going to hurt every time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's going to hurt every time. But you begin to keep learning like, OK, trial and error, trial, trial and error. Yeah. I'm learning what you know to do each and every time but sometimes you don't feel like going through that and so when you put yourself out there when it comes to rekindling friendships it's it can be a lot so I do look at things and I give people grace but I think at the same time man it is tough like
1: I agree with you (laughs) I agree I think that on the flip side of asking you know maybe they were in a bad season maybe it was this or that I think you should ask yourself, do I, do I want to do this again? Can mm-hmm. I can I handle this? Is this going to create a trauma in me that I'm going to have to take time to recover from, you know? So yeah, I think that that's a, definitely a valid perspective.
0: That's good. And my thing also is, y'all, don't allow people back in knowing that you're going to have that friction, you know, that you didn't fix yet. You know, just say, uh, give me some time and I'll learn how to, you know, be used to you again or you know if they're willing to work through that with you because even when I see like for example I know someone right and let's say like in high school I'm saying I'm saying let's say but it's real life (laughs) but in high school you know they've been with a person that cheated on them right and then they got married and they're still skeptical of them getting cheated on they broke up after high school they got it together and they're skeptical every day that they would cheat on them again and so my thing is before you jump back into someone you need to be with yourself alone and be willing to start over and trust people and develop a new trust with that person you don't want to be in a situation where you're just walking on eggshells you don't want that for yourself because even like before you dive into anything make sure you're ready for it You don't want to just be causing that person pain because they may have changed, right? Like, I don't believe once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't. I do believe people change in every er, area of their life. Like you grow, you evolve as a person. You can change. But if you keep holding them to what they could do, what was the point of what they've done? What was the point of you getting back with them? What's the point of rekindling? (laughs) What's (laughs) the point of rekindling a friendship if you're still going to hold me to what I used to do? It don't make it's sense, teaching. y'all. So you have to at some point get to the point to where you're saying, I'm gonna move on from what you did, and I'm gonna, it's a whole new thing, a whole new leaf. Whatever you want to say, whatever you gotta do to make that person understand, look, I'm giving you a brand new chance and I'm not holding you on holding you to what you know you've done in the past, or even let's say a person has done something to you, and you take it out on your brand new friends, your old friends has done something to you. And your new friends are like, they're getting all of that, right? They're getting all the yeah. the stuff other people done to you. That's not right. So <laughs> you have to be willing to be alone and take in what do I need right now to make sure when I begin to have new friendships, I can be the best friend I can be, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. know how to that's
1: good (laughs) yeah and asking yourself have I healed from Mm -hmm. the last attempt right because like you said without that you're taking all of their that paranoia and trust issues into other friendships or you allow them back in but you're passive-aggressive because you never dealt with the issue or the trauma of that connection
0: yes and being passive-aggressive is like one of my it's not a pet peeve but it's
1: a red flag
0: (laughs) yeah oh I was gonna ask you about that because even based on the grace you you've shown so far like in what you're talking about do you have any red flags like is that is that a red flag for you being passive aggressive
1: absolutely absolutely passive aggressiveness (laughs) number one that's probably one of the biggest red flags and it's a it's very detrimental to trying to cultivate any relationship because and it's very like I have some had some moments in that in my life and I tell people like that's scary to know that I'm walking around chilling eating minding my business and to know you sitting beside me doing all these activities and you hate me because of something I did a year ago that I don't even know I did that's scary
0: that is very scary and that's literally that
1: that's literally where passive aggressiveness be looking like most of the time it's like people being upset with you about something you don't even know that you did and they're showing it in their friendship but they're showing it in such a mild way that you can't even recognize it most of the time and so you like you have to ask blatantly like okay what is the issue and then they describe it to not be as major as it has been it's mm-hmm. like, you basically been hating me for whatever amount of time and i didn't know that like that's a major major red flag i think another major red flag for me is probably um lack of understanding and compassion oof you know come on um, yeah like it's, it's it's a major red flag like i'm not going to be able to always give all of my time there are times for me personally where i'd be like god i don't think i have the time for myself let alone to be sitting on the phone all day long. And so if you don't have friends that can understand like, hey, this season, they just not available like that. And y'all can communicate and they not ask for more you than you can give. You're going to end up losing a friend because they can't be compassionate about that season of your life. You know, there are some seasons where it's more personal. Some seasons where you got to spend more time devoted to yourself facts and and if people don't understand that they'll resent you for just trying to take care of yourself and who got time for that nobody
0: i was (laughs) just about to see nobody (laughs) wow (laughs) no seriously like even what you were saying about passive aggressive people i that's my pet peeve too because you're not communicating nothing Like, you're literally feeling some type of way the whole time. And that's a big thing for me to communicate. Everybody says that, right? I don't really feel like people really communicate like they say they do. Um, Because communicating takes a lot. You know, putting yourself out there, like we said earlier, being vulnerable. And saying, I don't like this, you know, why did you do this? Or just really putting yourself out there. Because some of us, like, don't like confrontation, me. I, I well, yeah. I feel like now I'm okay with putting myself out there and having those conversations, but it hasn't always been easy, right? You have to eventually just put yourself out there and just yeah. keep going. That's how it goes. But passive aggressive people are confusing because you don't know if you tripping
1: or, or, or yeah, <laughs> or is they tripping?
0: You don't know because nobody's communicating. Like they could say something right and you'll be like I don't want to assume by your tone or what you said that you're coming at me but why does it feel like that but the (laughs) thing is y'all that's like it's kind of like it seems like gaslighting too because it's like am I tripping like is this really happening (laughs) (laughs) like is this a thing that's happening because nobody's communicating what's going on they're not telling you straight up you make me feel like this it's more so like a oh you doing that
1: yeah, and I think I think that's the, the the scary part is that they say it, you know, subtle enough that you have to like really be listening and pick it up. But they say it subtle enough to where if you're really not listening, it'll go over your head and you'll think they were just talking.
0: Exactly. You know, I've noticed this more so with no shade. This ain't no shade to you because it ain't towards you. But men, it's like you a man, but you're not past progressive. But I know some passive-aggressive men, and maybe that stems from, maybe the root could be men not knowing how to express their emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's the thing. So men, of course, you know, they can be very passive-aggressive. They could feel some type of way about something. But instead of straight up saying, this is how I feel, it's passive and super-aggressive. Like, huh? yeah. And so that's for sure one thing for me. The second thing will probably be no respect of boundaries. Mm. Um, Especially if we're in the friendship and training phase, right? And you're not respecting my boundaries. Then I'm like, that's automatically like a red flag. Like you you don't understand, like I need this space, right? Or I don't want to talk right now. Kind of like what you were saying. I want to be alone right now. You're not understanding that. How can I see us being friends? If you're not even getting to that, And so another one for me, the last one probably would be, I believe you said a lack of understanding or you said a lack of compassion. Yes. yes, like you don't understand nothing or whenever we're having a conversation, you don't understand where I'm coming from at all. It's always one-sided. Maybe that's a thing too, but I feel like that stems from lack of understanding or maybe communication could be a thing in that too. But if you don't understand, like, you only understand from your your perception or perspective, right, and you're not willing to see, like, let's say we have a disagreement, and you only can see your side, which is understandable, because as human beings, we often only see our side of things most times, right? It takes a lot to begin to see the other side of things where another person comes to. That's where the depth comes in it. That's where the e emotional maturity the being mature in general comes from but if you continually lack understanding with certain stuff that's a red flag for me because I'm like I can't do nothing
1: with that. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Like what do I I got do? one more. What's up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've learned like and some people may not agree and, and this is what it is. Your friend It's not your counselor or your therapist. And so when when you put that type of weight on your best friend outside, now I'm not saying counsel, wise counsel. I think your friends, your close friends, they should be able to counsel you. But the weight of all of your trauma, the weight of everything that you've been through and them helping you maneuver through all of that, that's not their responsibility. And so... When you start putting excess weight and pressure on friendship to heal you outside of them being counsel and support, I think that's a major red flag. And it also puts a strain on the relationship where it should be, hey, this is my best thing. We can, yes, we can be deep, but we also can go drink Starbucks and just walk around the park and just mind our business. It puts this professional relationship in place where I'm kind of con- constrained to give you feel like I have to always be in prepared mode to give you language instead of being able to just be like, hey, I'm just chilling today. You know what I mean?
0: I know exactly what you mean. It becomes um a friendship to where it's just like you're emotionally dumping on me. I'm just your dumping bag. Yeah. And no one wants to feel like that. Like I'm human. Like I wanna just chill. I wanna just, you know, just Because sometimes me and John just sit on the phone, we don't be talking about nothing. We be on Amazon.
1: (laughs) Screen sharing, TikTok.
0: Just stuff like that. Because it does not always have to be deep, right? It doesn't always have to be me telling John like the emotional sides of things and vice versa, right? But we can do that. But that's also because we have a range, right? And so I don't ever want John to become my emotional dumping bag. And I don't want him to treat me like that and i think yeah that's that's an important thing because if you got to check yourself if you're that friend that only calls your friend when you need something like advice which it's nothing wrong with advice but i'm saying like you're not a friend right that's just a person you call to get advice when like when do you become a friend to that person do you even know what they need as your friend
1: at that point, I think we should just stop the friendship and you should just start sending your, I'm just going to start sending my invo- invoices. Period. Because at this point, I need to get paid because I'm having to, every time we talk, if it's there, there's a demand on me, then I need to be getting paid. Your copay. Send it over my way.
0: <laughs> I agree. I'm your therapist.
1: <laughs> literally. literally.
0: <laughs> if that's the case,
1: pay me for such. Don't use right. me as a free therapist.
0: That's so true because the thing is with those conversations, they last for hours. Baby, you be on the and phone for hours. hours. <laughs> they last for hours, baby. And it be like, okay. So it, it's for me. I'm not a person to ever feel. like I have, I have feelings I'm a human, right? But, and I never want to just seem like somebody's just bothering me. But you know when something kind of yeah. affects you. You yeah. can't deny it. You're like, dang! I just feel like you just placing everything on me. Like, where are your other friends at? And it's tough too when you're somebody's only friend, right? Like you, like,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's
0: that's a whole other thing. But at the same time, if that person knows like those boundaries, they have a understanding, right? and they don't emotionally dump on you, that's one thing. But if I'm just that person where you're just dumping on because you don't have nobody else, that becomes an issue real fast. So, y'all, get you some other friends. (laughs) Have friends. You want to have, like, and it's hard as adults sometimes, especially in our 20s, to make friends. You know, it's not always as easy. Some people, it's easy, you know, but some people feel like, I've been friendly, I've done this, and I still don't have friends you really just have to get into those environments and just honestly put yourself out there to make friends, right? Yeah. Um, since we're on the topics of friendships, I'm even just going to give y'all some advice on this. Like me and my friends, like most of them i met on social media, right? And so we just start conversations, start talking about some, ask questions. Sometimes things start by just you asking a question. <laughs> like when you That's think so about good. how people shoot their shot. Right. They asking some. They're trying to get to know you. And the same can work with friendships. If you just want to message somebody, hey, that's okay. Hey, how are you? that I'm looking for a friend. Whatever it is, y'all, that's it's not cringe. You're putting yourself out there. And whoever, you know, is willing to just accept that in or want to talk to you, it will happen. So don't beat yourself up about that, you know. And sometimes it takes, like I say, get into those environments, go into those communities where you can actually cultivate friendships so that's that y'all um yeah so before well anything else you gotta say
1: no I think you you hit it on the nail
0: okay period so before I end this podcast um do you have any words of encouragement for people that's you know looking for friendships or dealing with things in their friendship anything just to say about friendships
1: yes I think one of the most important things we touched on was definitely the grace perspective. And I think mm-hmm. when you give yourself grace, you're able to give grace to others. So evaluate your friendships and evaluate the way that you love yourself. And that will show you where and how you can grow in friendship. I think we touched on so much good stuff. So um yeah, I'm gonna leave it there.
0: Period. I love this y'all I enjoyed this podcast I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I hope y'all have an amazing week I love y'all